0: Shit! Like you told like
1: me that. I could
0: curse. Actually, you can. Can it's we curse? Yeah, but don't correct for me. Don't be. I, w- I want to reel you. Like <laughs> this conversation should be on re- record. Okay. So, um, hi. Hi, Mary. <laughs> Good morning. Good afternoon. Um, welcome to, little... to my first episode, Heart to Heart. I'm so excited that you're here. We haven't seen each other what a year or two years? Yeah, about a year. Um, as you know I'm trying to get this program going um, so patients have a voice and at night when they hear it they feel not alone because the journey can be tough um, and so I'm inviting all my patients fail and success so right now obviously successful ones are easier to uh, recruit so you know my one of my hardest case and an amazing patient someone that cheer me up, cheer me up every day when I see you even though it's so tough through the whole process Okay, I'll try not to get emotional. See, I'm getting emotional. It's horrible. I just, I can't do that. (laughs) So, you would like to introduce yourself and uh, tell tell the audience a little bit about, you know, our experience and and your experience through the whole fertility process and what happened, really.
1: All right, my name is Mary. I started my uh, fertility journey when I was 40 years old. Before I met Dr. Luke, I've uh, been to 12 other doctors uh, that I was extremely unhappy with. And uh, until today, I'm forever grateful that I met Dr. Luke, and who gave me my now 17-month-old beautiful and super smart daughter. I've been to a lot of doctors because I was very, very unhappy with all of them until I met Dr. Luke. Um, I felt that they treated all their patients as cows. Everyone was just a number. They really were not in the medical profession just to help people. They were trying to make money off of everyone. Uh, They were very uncompetitive. They were not trying to solve the cases. They just tried to bring in people who had the highest statistical probability. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Um... So I know you've been to very famous centers in New York City. Yes. Um, okay, so...
1: And Colorado. And you can...
0: And by the way, this is a... Um, <laughs> Whatever doing. This is a podcast that is not a... in an infomercial, is it's called? Okay. So you can criticize me. Let's say, Luke, <laughs> you came to a room. You don't want to talk to me for a minute. And you walk back sometimes with your magic wand, which is the ultrasound. And I may say something very quickly. Oh, estrogen is great. Lightning is perfect, you know. So it's not a, uh, you know, supporting not my little advertisement. Well, I'm
1: just, I, okay, fine. I know, I know, I know but still, is is
0: more I the during. It's very hot in this room. So sorry, it's the part of Generation X. I think the yours is very hot, so we keep the center very hot for the babies. <laughs> And the humans can suffer. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so, let... Okay, so you went to many centers. Yes. But they are all very great experts, though. You did do many cycles before you saw me.
1: Uh, I would not call them experts. But these I are
0: directors. We had, you only went to the directors. What you? Told I
1: did. Me. I went to the all the top doctors that you can find in this country. I also spoke to pe- people in Tokyo, uh, Japan, Australia, uh, England. And to be honest with you, even though they call doctors in the top of their field, I found them very old and sort of. Uh, very limited in their knowledge. It felt like they went but to medical school 30 years ago and their knowledge kind of stopped there. I don't think they really made an effort to stay on top of the latest research. Unlike you. Well, you because I'm also younger, everyone.
0: right? I just, right, but you're yeah, uh, also a lot more uh, competitive
1: yes. than they were, I think. Yes,
0: you and I are very competitive individuals. I still remember you tested me was the best shape, why the sewage pipe, the openings is circle. And I keep on... Really want to answer. I'm like, if I cannot answer her IQ question for hedge fund, I guess how you screen your hedge fund people. How am I going to get her pregnant? So I was thinking about it on the train. I asked my husband. I went research. What? Why is it circular? The opening to the sewage. You know the sewage cap. Whatever you call. It. Why is in circle? Man, oh yeah. Man, no. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the English help. Um, so I know you're very competitive. And um, is there any reason? Like, I also remember that you bought a... You, you, you really do research before you go into the, for the fertility journey. Yes. Um, and, and I remember you also researched, like, maybe 15 pediatricians. Yes, I did. Um, yeah. so, um, so I want to share with the audience, really, um, how was the journey? Like, what would you give you know advice? Because you're such a so actually tell us a, bit, a little bit about you socially. Like, what do you do, Mary?
1: Uh, so before I started my fertility journey, and I had to retire to, oh, okay. to continue to, like, to continue yeah. my fertility journey because I was working twenty hours a day. I was a bond trader at a hedge fund, and I had to pull all nighters because I was trading Asia as well. So. To be here at, what was it, between 7 to 9 in the morning for That's monitoring, yes. I, I had to stop working. So um, the advice that I would have for, for people is don't believe the statistics that you see out there. I'm, I remember in my late 30s when I was still working, I looked at the statistics and I said, oh, some of these centers have 30-40% success rate for women over 40, so oh, in a couple of cycles I'll get pregnant. The one thing I didn't know and I think most people don't know is that some of these very high-end uh, centers only take women who are an extremely good egg producers, or I don't know what the word would be, someone who has resting follicles in the 30s, So when I went to these clinics and I asked the next oldest person next to me, I'm like, how many follicles do you have? She's like 35. And I'm like, how old are you? 42, 43. I'm like, Oh my God, I had like five resting follicles at the time. So, um, you know, I I really would suggest to everyone to, to do even more research and look into the numbers and don't believe it. I mean, I came from finance. I knew a lot of the numbers in finance are, uh, you know, falls just like Enron, and some of these companies put out, you know, false numbers, but I think it's very common in the medical industry, too, and I did not know that going in. Oh, okay.
0: Wow. <laughs> that was uh, Enron. Okay. Oh my, oh, my, God. Didn't the CO went dude, to jail? Okay, listen, you
1: can cut it, oh. but, but this is so true. I mean, look at Oh, really? Uh, outside of New York, uh, I did four cycles there, and I really only showed up in their statistics once. And because they forced me to freeze all my embryos and they would not take me unless I froze my embryos because they didn't want me to show up four times as a psycho failure. So I don't think people would realize that, that that's going on out there. I certainly didn't know.
0: No one knew. Yeah. No exactly. no one knows. And this was
1: like six years ago when I started there. So but maybe my, the, the no, transparency oh. is better now. Well most
0: centers do, do PGTA. There's a there's this protocol now because it up Right, but
1: th- I had no option of going there without PGD, and I had yes. no option there yes. doing fresh cycles because I had so few follicles and because I was so old. So knowingly, I would have pulled their statistics down. So that is correct. They will guide you to the way the way you. It's the least you know. Interesting. Negative to their statistics. Which you never done. You were absolutely willing to try anything. Yes, because to I didn't make it successful. I, you never cared about your statistics. All you cared about was a live baby, which was. Fantastic.
0: Thank you, Monica. Um, uh, thank you again. This is not a interview, but I'm I'm having a great day. If all my patients coming here to praise me, I do have lots of criticism and many things every day. But thank you for your generous comment. The, not that I'm trying to defend any doctors or anything, but it is a very hard when the institution set up the rules from the top. Okay. Um, so. Um, I have seen it, and doctors are really trying to carry out. And what's the highest success rate per, let's say, the director of the center per the center protocol? But yes, you're right. Many centers actually have a very strict protocol. They say the only chance for a normal embryo, period. Mm-hmm. So I have a patient here. I said, "Why are you keep on doing PGTA?" "Oh, that's the protocol. Like there's no other way out." But um, but that's why we want to invite patients from different angles. We have patients later on in that who did PGTA and loved it and say that was the reason why she had her baby. There are patients who didn't do it and then also had the baby. So um, this is part of the kind of the processes, but uh, why we are doing heart-to-heart one more time is exactly wanting to show different patients who are struggling this journey. It doesn't have to come to myself or generation x or dr luke you can go anywhere you want but at least you're empowered and able to ask the right question understanding if this doctor is your fertility friend that is why we're doing that talk to me about the feelings your journey um like in terms of how did you mean went through some sad times i remember you and i um how did you really go and do it do you swim in a pool I know you walk dogs you said you told me you retire from your crazy hedge fund jobs and then but you still function like me and you gave me charts of your ovulation and fertilization and follicles you asked did you really read it Luke and I was so scared I was not scared I'm never scared every patient does that to me no they I mean I I'm yeah anyway um (laughs) <laughs> but I remember you have, like, stacks, and you did an analysis, data analysis, like you do with stocks and hedge funds, I don't know, up and down, and you say, look at this, look at this size, look at this and that. I still haven't known if your little baby is from which size of the follicle and which embryo. Yeah, I know we, we don't know. We don't know at the end. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Um. So I'm going to do this for five more minutes because the heat is going to stop us. So I don't want her to faint. So I will mess up, I'm, I'm good, okay. you're good. Yeah, no, we, we can do it. Do you remember you told me what you do? You what? said you had to do something about blood when you were younger too, oh, so yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes.
1: Do you want to talk about that?
0: Um, <laughs> this is how tough we are! <laughs> this is me who stayed in the surgery room for okay, 10 hours. Right. So anyway, but what I'm trying to ask is what's your surgical, social, how did you go through? But then you need to tell people your background or how tough this whole process has been and how you like your grit. How do you have grit? By the way, there's a new book came out. It's called Grit. I read it. Oh, it was good.
1: Very good. Really? There's another book actually just came out about the Russian Jewish woman who raised three CEOs, one doctor and two CEOs. Have you seen that? It's, no, I would love to read that. Y- yeah, yeah, it's coming out May Because 6. I'm looking so at Arthur, have, he's not it. going to be CEO. <laughs> it looks
0: like it's going to be <laughs> <laughs> um, video game player.
1: <laughs> hey, Bill Gates started like that too. So <laughs> <end of it. laughs> okay, Um. yeah, so what's the social right, chairman? Right, 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 okay. Yes. So for me... The process, I think, was slightly easier than most people because of my background. I came to this country when I was 18. I came by myself. I didn't speak a word of English. I came with a suitcase. I didn't know anyone. Um, I ended up living in a car that I bought for $100. Um, I sold my blood. I sold my plasma uh, to buy food. Um, So I think I went through a lot of things that normal people don't go through. <laughs> Wait, but th- that to, me, uh, to pay your yeah, college? for your college? yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it paid for college, oh, paid well, for food, or you, you okay. name it. Um, uh, and ended up getting into UC Berkeley, which was also tough. I had to have three, four jobs during college. Uh, and then up, I ended up on Wall Street working 20 hours a day. So I think it all kind of prepared me for IVF and the motherhood, because once you have a child, you'll never sleep again. Um, so I, I kind of just did everything on my own. I never really went to support groups. I never really kind of, you know, sought out friends, help, or my husband's. I actually preferred to keep my husband out of the whole process. I found uh, literally my husband's role in this whole process was to show up when he had to make the sperm deposit and pretty much that was it. Uh, and I, then you were also doing, um, uh, walking the dogs. So oh, you quit yeah, your yeah. job. Okay, yeah. yeah, So, because off, yeah, you, so you, physical activity, I think really helped. I walked sometimes eight miles a day with my dogs, which was fantastic. Just kind of, you know, get away from people a little bit, refocus, um, you know, dogs are fantastic. They're just making how many so dog, happy. How many dogs you have? Two, two. Okay, now you have two, two child and two
0: dogs. Yeah, exactly. Do, are they yeah. good My with triplets.
1: Baby? I refer to them as my triplets. Why you take care and of the, do,
0: do you train <laughs> them? Toilet train them? Do you challenge them? No, but they seem.
1: They seem to eat in the same time. My toddler prefers to sleep in a dog bed sometimes, which is very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes she drags her uh, one dog bed to her uh, floor bed, and they all sleep together. It's very cute. Um, but you must be tough
0: at night, like at those times. I mean, not now. I'm sorry. Not the dogs. But like in terms of um the shots you were taking. Like before you found me, of course, we did lots of natural and mild stimulation. But before you were doing lots of injections Oh, every yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: yeah, I, I, I and never. And your husband I, help? I, I never really help? complained about the shots. I, but honestly, like I, I just mental. I think a lot of this process is so mentally draining that you can sort of just block it out if you know sort of you know how to be mentally tough if that makes any sense yes
0: just, like but but you know you remember you told me also that um, I remember everything you tell me um you told you told me that um Janelle this is a very I tough, never called you Janelle yes, it was dr. Always Luke. Dr. sorry Luke. yes yes that's right sorry I'm trying all the respect oh, wow thank you um, is that dr. Luke uh, this has been quite tough, the entire... Uh, no, no, you said that you're able to control many things, even hedge funds. I mean, you no know one's the profit. I mean, who cannot? I mean, it's amazing. While we're well, hearing, it's like, ching, 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 you know, all this money. Uh, you're like, oh, I can control so much. I can read the charts. I can predict the coming. but I can't control my own fertility. That yes. was one of the things I mean, that you told me. I do you
1: remember everything. I mean,
0: I remember a lot. Actually, I have photographic certain photographic memory. I don't have every... Like, I remember your charts. Like when I'm talking to you, I can, he- I can remember some of your follicle sizes, but I cannot, I, or your um, ultrasound, but I cannot m- like tell me which date. I don't have that kind of photographic memory. Interesting. I cannot remember like, oh, 2000, da da da. Like yeah, some people, yeah, yeah. I have some genius at Yale, I, at, at Brigham, I can, they can do that. I just yeah. cannot do it. So I have a limited smartness. <laughs> limited, yeah, you're like 100 times smarter than I am. <laughs> um, but how did you, how did you fight through that helplessness? Like, how did you...
1: Yeah, I, I, so as you said, yeah, like, at, at work, I always felt like if i did I've done enough research and more research and more research, I could be, like, 90% confident that an investment is going to work. And with fertility, like, there was, like, nothing I could do. I was, like, banging my head in the wall. Like, nothing ever worked. And um, your life,
0: you work very, very hard. Yes. That is the fascinating thing, that you... Like me, when i in medical school, I, I was like, what am I going to freaking do? Like <laughs> medical school is like my survival. Like you don't freaking get in. It's done. You're done, Janelle. You're done for the high school, college, all the years that you were fighting. So I would study day in and day. And when I get in an interview, I would send them thank you letters. And th- I mean, I have no parent. I have no connections.
1: I mean, how many times I told you this whole process is similar to like applying to Yale? Like 28 <sighs> times and being turned down. I mean, it is. It feels that way. Like you worked your whole life for this, and then you're like, bang, you hit a wall, and there's nothing you can. And do And then the, the it, doctor
0: right? is like trying to help, and it's always like, oh, nature. It's your age. I even if I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Mary, your hat. You know, maybe <laughs> your years of hash and fry your eggs. I said something like that, and you're like. Sure, yes, they're fried and we we're like so despair at one point. I don't remember, but and
1: yeah, one the first doctor told me it's probably my you know years of donating my blood and my plasma that I just completely like burned my body out. That was one explanation I got very that early on. That is fascinating. Yeah. I never
0: heard that donation yeah. of blood can hurt your ovaries. That's a new theory. Well,
1: it just drained your, according to him, it could have drained my body that much, okay, so early on. So, as in, I was the, like, yeah, <laughs> I should, whatever, I'll just move on to the next doctor. It's like everyone else had some totally different explanation. Until I met you, you said stick with me and you'll make it work <laughs> Well I also give like, you Done. no no I give you And calculate. you know what that that's, that was the one time I actually involved my husband. I went home and I said I think this is the doctor who's gonna get me pregnant And I literally said that the first time after I met you. I'm like she's so competitive she is so ready to win. Like, she just reminds me of myself. She, if there's a way to find me, find to get me pregnant, she will find it. And you did.
0: Well, thank you. I didn't know why I said, but I usually also give success rate. I think you came in, I'm like, uh, Mary, because of your
1: Yeah, you gave history. me like a tenth of a percent success <laughs> rate. <laughs> Yes. which was higher than what all the other doctors gave me because everyone was automatically after those four failed cycles. It's like donor egg, donor egg. Well, donor you also egg. went
0: to a very high, like famous and yeah, place, yeah. and, and so everyone's I... like, "Oh, well, if they didn't, couldn't do it, I can't do it." But I'm very competitive. Yeah. I want to do more than most people can. So, <laughs> so Mary, um, you know, as we are, it's a joy talking to you. We can talk for hours. That's why you're going to come back, right? Sure. Mary, because anything, uh, there's so many questions we didn't even get to ask, but I don't believe in long podcasts. I don't believe I'm that entertaining. Oh, well, he can cut it down to five minutes, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, the crap. <laughs> yes, yes. I think the next one will be more ordinary. It's just my, um, yeah, my, Mary and I are very exciting people.
1: Um, we should have cut up for an hour before the podcast and then we could have made it. Yes, I know. See. But, but
0: <laughs> um, I know you talk about your upbringing, strong and all that. And some of my patients really get into failure, even a normal embryo couldn't get pregnant or multiple failures or miscarriages. And they couldn't say, hey, Luke, thank you. I'm trying to be strong but it is just so hard to, to forget and to struggle and the sadness that go with it. Um, and they will always ask me, look, what can, I, what can I do? I mean, other than, you know, refer to a therapist or a friend to talk to, what else that, what did you do that you find helpful for you? Like, how can, how can, how can a person m- remain mentally strong through this process,
1: same time can go with the daily activities? And like, what did you do? All right, the one thing that helped really is meeting people in the waiting area. So sometimes I actually enjoyed waiting for Dr. Luke as opposed to getting pissed off, which I did at the very beginning of the process. I hated when people made me wait more than five minutes, but then I realized, hey, this was an opportunity to meet other people in my shoes. So I actually, until today, I have friends that I still speak to that I met in Dr. Luke's waiting room. Uh, The other thing is just kind of tell yourself, hey, life could be a lot worse than this and just just try to suck it up. I mean, look at other people in other countries who don't even have the opportunity to pay for IVF or to have the insurance to pay for IVF. We just kind of have to live with the fact that they're infertile. I mean, there's so many people in the world who would give their right arm to go through IVF and they can't even afford it or it's not available to them. So uh, to me, it always helps to think that there are people who are way, 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 way worse off than I am. And you know, being in Manhattan, being infertile in Manhattan is, I, to me, it's almost like a high class problem. Um, um, yoga, yoga, um, fucking do shit. I got kicked out of yoga class. No, I, I, I fainted at yoga class. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, 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 I hate it. Yeah, yoga I hate it. And, I hate, and, it. and I, hate I hate it when there's some of them are so... And I hate so I'm just like, oh, get the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, um, what just else kidding. I was going to say? See, now you forgot. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, sorry.
1: sorry. Um, you're a genius. You can't forget
0: what you say. No, a photo I always forget. Memory. I'm not a genius, first of all. I'm not a genius. If I'm a genius, I may be beyond now. I may be like making the non invasive evaluation of embryo No, no, no.
1: We need you doing what you're doing. You're making people. Actually, happy. I want to make equipment. You do? For yeah, what? I do. I
0: do need a patent lawyer and all that, but I just don't have time.
1: Equipment for what?
0: For, for the lab. I am trying what? to make something to evaluating the gamuts. In, In the eggs?
1: In yes. Interesting. What would they tell you? I'm not going to tell you too much.
0: No. Like,
1: not. I will go out and copy your idea. No, you come to me for money and I'll invest. That's what you're going to do. Want,
0: right? Yeah, but there are lots of people already for that. I need an actual work operator. Oh, sorry. I can't help.
1: I know, come Maybe Alex day. Luke will come and help. You yes, work. when's Alex Luke gonna work for me one day? <laughs> What's the youngest? Can she come at six, like, and mop the floor? She needs early work. I think I actually make Arthur
0: doing stapling of the consents. That's my thinking for for next year summer. I, but I, I don't hope know if you
1: can get sued for that for releasing people. For, pe- really, for sure. Showing, <laughs> <laughs> showing all the patient data to your children? <laughs> no, no, they just staple the
0: consent forms. Okay, but okay. we don't have that anymore. We have docu sign now. Since you do you did so many research, um, Mary, what did you how how did you evaluate the laboratory? Like not, sometimes the patients now very worried. They said, "Well, I like certain doctors." Or how do you know the lab is great? Like, what do you have any advice for that? Um, do you go on internet? What? How did you even get those information?
1: That's actually a really good question. It's, when I started, it was much harder, I think, because certain big institutions that I first went to, they wouldn't let me talk to anyone in their lab. Um, so it was really, really tough to get some information. I mean, I looked at, you know, IVF lab reports for cows and horse horses, show horses. Uh at the time that was probably the easiest and the most voluminous data to access. Uh um, well wait, but
0: the Santa does not do cows' eggs
1: and horses' no, no, no. eggs. No, but I mean A lot of research started from there. Like that was the only profitable area for IVF in the beginning. I mean, I think that's until I even today probably you make more money if you do agricultural IVF. Um, Hmm. But yeah, I would just advise everyone to to speak to the embryologist, um, you know, to as many people in the lab as possible, get a feel for it. Just I mean, I think data-wise, it's really, really hard to compare labs because no one's releasing that much information. And quite frankly, from a lot of labs, I wouldn't even trust it, even if they released it. Um, Just because their statistics are not accurate, I wouldn't expect them to. Oh, I mean, just as an example, Walla was one of the non-New York-based facilities. From one day to the next, they revised their PGD effectiveness from 99% to 95%. So you know, good luck trying to evaluate that on your own, whether that 95% is really 95% or 60%. So, I think the best you can do is just speak to the embryologist, speak to the doctor, and, sorry, I don't have a better answer for that. It's like, this is the one thing I could never really research to the point that I got comfortable. Wow. So, it's it's really more that I got comfortable with you, therefore, I trusted your judgment that you would hire the best embryologist.
0: And, but as you know, uh, Mary, that many doctors do not own the center. So actually, it's a two different entity.
1: Yes. And uh, do, in those instances, you could probably try to get information from other doctors who share that lab. Yes. And yes. sometimes you get different information. So that's also a red flag that there's something going on. One okay. doctor would give you this, you know, success rate, the other would give you that. But. You know,
0: okay, so I'm going to ask you my one of my last questions, and I think it's more pertinent to you. And um, we, and, and because I remember your whole history, so I'm going to ask it as in, um, do you remember we talk about something called IVIG or intralipid or baby aspirin, lovenox, and all that great things? And I said that i didn't recommend to you but i wanted you to be educated informed because i know you're very empowered through every angles so like you want to know what incubator is there who is the people you know so i thought if this our one of our last transfer before we move on to another treatment i said i want to open to you to all this um out there therapy that are not yet standard of care that means covered by insurance and also only certain doctors would do that out of maybe like you have to pay cash for to see that and i always opened that because i did have success with certain patients where they could not get pregnant until i worked with this patient at this doctors with Lovenox Uh, IBIG intralipid and it's very hard for me sometimes to it because at the doctor is not 100% means that I don't refer everyone to go to get intralipids um, and many doctors do not do that either because it's not standard of care but then when you failed and so forth you will want that and I don't because we don't have any more chance to fail so I said well I don't want you to think about this later on or regret hey look you never told me so I said well let me introduce you something called this and that there are certain doctors in the city they offer that like IVIG intro a little what did you feel and how did you feel about it um and one more time for me I do have patients got success very hard patients who keep on miscarrying patients getting got pregnant and suddenly need the Lovinox and you know some therapy but um how I'm still, it's very hard for me. I explain to my patient the way I explain to you right now. Like you see me like, like really don't know, like a big question mark on me. And I, because you're very determined, like you told me what you want after you saw them or after you understand what this therapy is, because most of the audience listening to this are people who are struggling, right? They may have gone through miscarriages. They may have gone through how, how did you, I mean, they're going to have the same thing. Should I see certain doctors for the intralipid, IVIG, or wherever? How would you educate, like, how would you inform my your people who are going through what you went through as the last transfer, maybe last normal embryo, or no normal, or just the last embryo? Would you, how did you feel about these therapies?
1: Hard question, right? Because you never want to look back and say, hey, I should have done this, I should have done that, so... Doctor Luke knows you put an idea in my head. I will research it to the end. So as soon as I found out about this field, I went to all three doctors in Manhattan that I could find, uh, who specialized in uh, sort of the multiple failure, oh, area. Multiple implantation failure yeah, area, implantation yes. failure I'm not Yeah, or high risk, or I'm not even sure how they define themselves. Um, of course, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars later, you know none of them really found anything wrong with me like you know my high killer cells were statistically high but within normal you know all this stuff the blood clotting yeah there was the m MTHFR I forget the the letters but then again I looked at it statistically it was normal like you know a lot of people have it and they still have babies so I just kind of felt like that all these people were kind of shooting in the dark and then the, at the end all three of them wanted to put me on exactly the same protocol the blood transfusion the, the lovanox the whatever pills and and I just trusted my God. I said no. I I don't need any of this stuff. I'm super healthy. Instead, I just drank green juice every single day. I completely trained my diet. I went healthy. No packaged food. None of that stuff. Do you
0: did you do gluten free or? Did I did. I actually okay. ended up
1: doing gluten free for two years too, and I think that made a difference as well. Um, So to sum it up, I just said no thank you and I walked away after all those thousands of dollars to me just seemed really bogus and uh, just uh, something that you couldn't really back up by data. And as Dr. Luke says, some people do need it, some people do have clotting problems, but I think these doctors to prescribe it to just about anyone who has implantation failure, or in my case, i would had you know, several uh, chemical pregnancies, which are now, I know it's totally normal when you're older, you're just, egg is not good. Um, but these doctors just try to like explain to everyone that it's not their age, it's something else. So you look, at the end of the day, you just kind of face it, you're older, you're gonna have a lot of failures and just suck it up and live with it. Thank you um,
0: uh, Mary for your time. Uh, I think it's great. Um, I think it's about time to um, wrap it up. But oh wait 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 you didn't you have two questions for me? Yes. Actually I have a question for you my more personal. How is motherhood? Tell me. How is having being a mom? I will tell I'll, actually I'm going to share myself to you first. Um, I think being a mom is a 24-7 job i I thought it was harder than i thought residency was hard i mean scrub that movie tv you know how you steal? i don't never steal patient's food but i was really hungry one time because i was up for 16 hours and i was in my scrub and having and um and you know i I used to deliver babies right in residency at ubi so it was one of the toughest toughest time and i thought hell only four years right it's okay and then you go on to specialty but um motherhood is is un it's nonstop it is constant and I always worry when they get sick or they don't get sick or they college actually i don't know um that's my it was just it's just crazy my life is i it, i don't know i it's just been i can never control them like and I cannot say, baby, you sit here and you sit here now play piano <laughs> like it doesn't work. It's more like no, I need to drink a cup of water. Oh, I need to poo poo now. I need to pee pee now. I'm like, wow, you need to pee pee poo poo right before I'm telling you to freaking sit down and play your piano. Anyway, so
1: <laughs> how do you? What do you do? What's going on with? Well, the one, you enjoy it. The one sentence I could say is, if you think IVF is tough, wait until motherhood. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's a lot more joyful. I mean, it's phenomenal. It's the best thing I've ever done, and I'm forever grateful to you. And yeah, please
0: don't hate please don't hate me now.
1: <laughs> Can I say that I named my daughter yes, after you? Of course. You? Oh, yes, her, of course. Her middle oh. name is Luke because I'm forever grateful to you. But now, I mean, it is fantastic. I I, I wish I had twins. I really say sorry <laughs> sorry I cannot do that that's, that's my only complaint against dr. Luke is that she did not give me twins <laughs> next
0: time next time well, was really too good to be true I mean this is like a fairy tale like you have to criticize me because I know I'm not perfect
1: um, you wouldn't let me you were begging me not to put in five and I'm like no, no 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 if I get twins I'll be over the moon and I look back and I really wish I had twins because now I'm too old, I can't do two. But okay, well, can you not? I think. But, uh, Mary, give me a question. I remember you get on the first train every morning from Westchester, right? What yes. time? What time? Well, you actually, it's six. Now it's the
0: second train, but um, a little it's bit. Like super early. In the yeah, morning. it's like six thirty, six twenty-four. What was. gets
1: you up in the morning every day? It's such a crazy hour.
0: Um, I do sleep not as much as other people that is important one point but um, what makes me so happy and glad every morning is what I do i just get so excited to come to work i mean i'm not a super robot but i do get very excited there's some bad days when my patients should get pregnant and get pregnant or just something not right or My staff didn't produce my schedule at 6.30 a.m. in the morning when I wanted everything to be done and I want to see what's going on. So I get irritated when things does not happen exactly the way I want it. Uh, But I do get very excited of things I do. I love this. I love the fact that I can... This is my dream to have you to come back some fairy tale somehow, you know believe natural being and everything help us out to able to create this miracle and the fact that we can come back and share this you story. You
1: created the miracle.
0: <laughs> I'm clear. really humbled by nature Someone, you know what yes yes and you 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 and your hub- hubby created this miracle and um and me being a messenger and just being there and that gives me joy every day so that's why. So well, Mary, it is amazing to have you here. Um, I'm so happy, and thank you for. I know how busy your schedule is with two dogs and,
1: and the, the toddler, toddler,
0: and all this genius class you're putting her through. So, uh... <laughs> come back, come back. <laughs> anyway, don't make so,
1: me a tiger mother. You know? I think, even though I want to be one, don't make you me are a one.
0: one. <laughs> I saw all the Chinese courses. There, anyway, um, thank you for bringing you know, coming here and uh, really a pleasure seeing you. Thank okay. you for having
1: me.